Chapter Four of the Pirate's Own Book. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. The Pirate's Own Book by Charles Elms. Chapter Four The Barbarous Conduct and Romantic Death of the Josemi Chief Rama Ben Jabir. The town of Bushir on the Persian Gulf is seated in a low peninsula of sand, extending out of the general line of the coast so as to form a bay on both sides. One of these bays was, in 1816, occupied by the fleet of a certain Arab named Rama ben Jabir, who has been for more than twenty years the terror of the Gulf and who was the most successful and the most generally tolerated pirate perhaps that ever infested any sea this man by birth was a native of grain on the opposite coast and nephew of the governor of that place his fellow-citizens had all the honesty however to declare him an outlaw from abhorrence of his profession but he found that aid and protection at bushir which his own townsmen denied him with five or six vessels most of which were very large and manned with crews of from two to three hundred each he sailed forth and captured whatever he thought himself strong enough to carry off as a prize his followers, to the number of two thousand, were maintained by the plunder of his prizes, and as the most of these were his own bought African slaves, and the remainder equally subject to his authority, he was sometimes as prodigal of their lives in a fit of anger as he was of his enemies, whom he was not content to slay in battle only, but basely murdered in cold blood after they had submitted. An instance is related of his having put a great number of his own crew, who used mutinous expressions, into a tank on board in which they usually kept their water and this being shut close at the top the poor wretches were all suffocated and afterwards thrown overboard this butcher chief like the celebrated jazar of acre affecting great simplicity of dress manners and living and whenever he went out could not be distinguished by a stranger from the crowd of his attendants he carried this simplicity to a degree of filthiness which was disgusting as his usual dress was a shirt which was never taken off to be washed from the time it was first put on till worn out no drawers or coverings for the legs of any kind and a large black goat's hair cloak wrapped over all with a greasy and dirty handkerchief called the kefia thrown loosely over his head infamous as was this man's life and character he was not only cherished and courted by the people of bushir who dreaded him but was courteously received and respectfully entertained whenever he visited the british factory on one occasion says buckingham at which i was present he was sent for to give some medical gentlemen of the navy and company's cruisers an opportunity of inspecting his arm which had been severely wounded 
the wound was at first made by grape shot and splinters and the arm was one mass of blood about the part for several days while the man himself was with difficulty known to be alive he gradually recovered however without surgical aid and the bone of the arm between the shoulder and the elbow being completely shivered to pieces the fragments progressively worked out and the singular appearance was left of the forearm and elbow connected to the shoulder by flesh and skin and tendons without the least vestige of bone this man when invited to the factory for the purpose of making an exhibition of his arm was himself admitted to sit at the table and take some tea as it was breakfast time and some of his followers took chairs around him they were all as disgustingly filthy in appearance as could well be imagined and some of them did not scruple to hunt for vermin on their skins of which there was an abundance and throw them on the floor rama ben jabir's figure presented a meagre trunk with four lank members all of them cut and hacked and pierced with wounds of sabres spears and bullets in every part to the number perhaps of more than twenty different wounds he had besides a face naturally ferocious and ugly and now rendered still more so by several scars there and by the loss of one eye when asked by one of the english gentlemen present with a tone of encouragement and familiarity whether he could not still dispatch an enemy with his boneless arm he drew a crooked dagger or jambea from the girdle round his shirt and placing his left hand which was sound to support the elbow of the right which was the one that was wounded he grasped the dagger firmly with his clenched fist and drew it backward and forward twirling it at the same time and saying that he desired nothing better than to have the cutting of as many throats as he could effectually open with his lame hand instead of being shocked at the uttering of such a brutal wish and such a savage triumph at still possessing the power to murder unoffending victims i knew not how to describe my feelings of shame and sorrow when a loud roar of laughter burst from the whole assembly when i ventured to express my dissent from the general feeling of admiration for such a man illustration of ramah ben jabir a Jossamy chief this barbarous pirate in the year eighteen twenty seven at last experienced a fate characteristic of the whole course of his life his violent aggressions having united the arabs of barin and ratif against him they blockaded his port of daman from which rama ben jabir having left a garrison in the fort under his son had sailed in a well-appointed bungalow for the purpose of endeavouring to raise a confederacy of his friends in his support having failed in this object he returned to daman and in spite of the boats blockading the port succeeded in visiting his garrison and immediately re-embarked taking with him his youngest son 
on arriving on board his bungalow he was received by his followers with a salute which decisive indication of his presence immediately attracted the attention of his opponents one of whose boats commanded by the nephew of the sheik of Bahrein, proceeded to attack him a desperate struggle ensued and the sheik finding after some time that he had lost nearly the whole of his crew by firing off rama's boat retired for reinforcements these being obtained he immediately returned singly to the contest the fight was renewed with redoubled fury when at last rama being informed for he had been long blind that his men were falling fast around him mustered the remainder of the crew and issued orders to close and grapple with his opponent when this was effected and after embracing his son he was led with a lighted torch to the magazine which instantly exploded blowing his own boat to atoms and setting fire to the sheiks which immediately afterwards shared the same fate sheik ahmed and few of his followers escaped to the other boats but only one of rama's brave crew was saved and it is supposed that upwards of three hundred men were killed in this heroic contest End of chapter four